That's right. It's time to hail to the king. <laughs> Welcome to the FFL podcast. I am the Freebird Jeff Nickerson, owner of the number one ranked Las Vegas Freebirds. It just feels right, jabronis, doesn't it? Doesn't it? We have a massive show this week for the first time ever. We're going to have a guest. And we also have some massive news that we're going to break later in the podcast. But first, this week's podcast is sponsored by CBS's Survivor. Outwit, outplay, outlast. Survivor. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on CBS. What a week last week was in the FFL. I called it upset week and it lived up to its name. Both the one and two ranked teams at the time took an L. What a week! Not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. I went 7-1 and one in picks last week to bring my overall record to 36-20. and 20. Not a big deal. Seriously, Bet365, please, I'm begging you. I called you last night. Start making lines for the FFL so I can make up all that money I lose and all the dumb bets we do the rest of the week. Now, before we get into this week's game, we had one trade that went down, which saw the comeback kids, the Cincinnati Psychos, picking up Chase Edmonds from the FFL trade machine known as the Myrtle Beach Mermen. The Psychos traded a fourth to get Edmonds. So they better hope he's the guy going forward, because a fourth for a backup? Zeke, that is Fireball freaks bad. And on the trade scale, you never, ever want to go full Fireball. I'm telling you, buddy. Never go full Fireball. All right, let's get into the matchups. Our first game had the 8th ranked 4-3 Bermuda Bluefins taking on the 4-3 second ranked Georgetown Hoyas. Two teams coming off two totally different weeks. The Hoyas were upset by the Arizona Big Red in a shocker. They also lost their star quarterback, Pat Mahomes, who looks like he's only going to be out a couple weeks, but still, he ain't going to be there this week. They'll be looking to get back on track this week while the Bluefins are coming off an emotional victory over their rival, the Atlantic City Aces. Bluefins GM Joel Neal was heard on a live mic in the dress room after the game uttering, F those Aces! That piece of trash, GM. <laughs> he had no chance versus me. Go back to Switzerland, you jerk. <laughs> He's a jerk, eh, guys? What a jerk. <laughs> this is an ugly matchup. Both teams are hurt at quarterback. I don't know. I can't see either team breaking 100 points, honestly. Bermuda in a snooze vest. Hate to see it. Tough matchup. Next, we have the 7th-ranked 4-3 Atlantic City Aces taking on the 4-3 9th-ranked Fireball Freaks. I just mentioned the Aces' tough loss. You know they're hungry. The Freaks won last week, and I'd like to credit Zach Hertz, who they traded a third-round pick for last week, but he put up three points, so I'm not going to be able to do that. Um, okay, maybe I'll credit Sammy Watkins, who the Freaks traded a six for last week. Nope, uh, he didn't even play. So, well, I mean, they got the W, so I guess that's all that counts, and you know what, Fireball? I'm thinking you're going two in a row. I got the Freaks over the Aces. Look, kids, it's the Azano yearly tumble. It happens once a year every time fantasy season starts. It's beautiful. You just watch him tumble down the mountain like Homer Simpson, and he goes back to his normal place at the bottom of the standings. Sometimes it takes longer than it usually does, 
but this time it's going to be beautiful. What a collapse this will be. The Azano yearly tumble. Tune in next year around the same time. Next up, we got the 16th ranked 1-6 Myrtle Beach Merman taking on the 11th ranked 3-4 Vancouver Grizzlies. There's not much to say here. All the pressure is on Vancouver, and the Merman are a feisty little bunch. Just ask the Miami Vice. But I think the Grizz will be okay. I got the Grizzlies taking a W. Next, we got the 14th ranked 2-5 Georgia Peets taking on the 3rd ranked 5-2 Curtis Breeze. The Breeze were upset last week by the Psychos and will be looking to take taking out their anger on the Peets. But here's the problem I see there. The Peets roster, I know they're 2-5, but it's stacked. If there's any team that I think that could go on a run and just squeak into that 8th seed, it's the Peets. Last week, going up against the fantasy god, he it was a tough one. They made it a little interesting, but in the end, second place. Hate to see it. But I think this week they get on track. And the Breeze seem flat. They need to do something. I just don't see it. I have the Peets over the Breeze in the upset of the week. Our fifth matchup has the 6th ranked 4-3 Miami Vice taking on the 15th ranked 2-5 Arizona Big Red. Zona is coming off a shocker last week and wants to keep it rolling while the Vice are on a heater. A four-game win streak. Something has to give. And I hate to say it, but I think this is the week that Arizona finally decides it's time to pack it in. Think about something else. Go on a hike on Sundays. You're trading for draft picks. I have the vice over the big red. Next up, we have the fifth ranked four and three Buffalo Bush Boys taking on the 13th ranked two and five Austin Rattlesnakes. Last weekend, there was a ton of talk coming out of Buffalo that the Bush Boys were going to blow it up. Well, it looks like they're keeping the band together for now. I, for one, am shocked that the Bush Boys would throw in the towel. I'm still a massive fan of their squad, but, but, I think the Snakes are kind of like the Georgia Peets and are ready to go on a run. They have a deep roster, and with Zeke on a bye this week for the Bush Boys, I have the Snakes in another upset over Buffalo. Hate to see it, Bush Boys. Hate to see it. All right. Now we're down to our final two matchups, which everyone has been calling the games of the week. First, we have the surging 12th ranked 3-4 Cincinnati Psychos taking on the 4-3 10th ranked Mimico Tigers. Now you're sitting there thinking, what the fuck? A 12th versus a 10th is our one of the matchups of the week? What the f- What's he smoking? No, listen, this is why this is a matchup of the week. This is make or break for both squads. Two weeks ago, since he was trading away their best players, now, after two straight upset wins, they are now flipping picks for players. Zach Glaspel is the Jim Carrey and me, myself, and Irene. We never know what this fucking guy's going to do. While the Mimico Tigers, they felt like they needed a shake-up for three weeks now. Problem is, they just lost Carrion Johnson for who knows how long, We're not sure how much trade value the rest of the team really has. Also, these two are best friends. And they're going to want the bragging rights for knocking the other out of the league. Because this is how I see it. 
the winner of this one is going to go all in. They're going to make another trade. They're going to keep pushing for the playoffs, try to win the championship. The loser, the loser is done. Put something out in front of the stadium and let them know that the season is over. You are trading for draft picks because there ain't ever, you ain't coming back. This is it. This is a playoff game in week eight for you two. Winner has a chance. Loser is done. And I've gone through this matchup all day. Looking to see who's got the advantage. And this is what I've come to. I got Cincy over Mimico in a nail-biter. Prove me wrong, Tigers. Prove me wrong. Now, I said this podcast will be like nothing you've heard before. So here it is, our first guest in FFL podcast history, Dallas Diesel Weights GM, Joe Diesel. Dees, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Yeah, this is Coach Dees. Thanks for having me. The big boys play, baby. (laughs) Now, before I get into the questions, uh, I wanted to bring you on because you deserve some credit. Uh, we were spitballing a couple days ago about draft order ideas with some FFL fans, the Dusters 316 group chat. Um, shout out to them. You brought up an idea that I loved. You said, uh, we should get a March Madness team. I thought that's a great idea. So I didn't really know how we should do it, but then I thought, okay, this is how it can work. Let me see what you think. So I came up with the top 16th ranked teams, whoever those are going to be, just like we did the top 16th ranked golfers, so the top four seeds in each group, we'll put all those teams into that random.org website we use for the British Open, and we'll assign one of those teams to each FFL team. The further your team goes, the better your pick gets. If two teams get knocked out in the same round, the higher scoring team will get the higher pick. I think it's easy, it's fun, it gives everyone a favorite team to follow and bet on for the tourney, which we know the FFL loves to bet on. So, I love it. What do you think? Yeah, that's absolutely what we're doing. Okay. Plus, it's a long tournament, too. Yeah, so yeah. So you'll it's, probably watch it, it's not like golf. Yeah, it gives us a chance to actually, like, go over each thing and, like, make fun of it in the group and all that stuff. So, that'll be good. Okay. Done All right. Speak up, but here we go. I got five questions for you, and I need you to answer all five. You can't pass on anything. You have to answer them. First okay, first go. question, what makes a diesel weight? You're always talking about it, but explain it to our listeners and speak up. Well, diesel weights is quite simple. You know, we draft the biggest, fastest, stronger players, the most charisma. They don't get hurt. They're durable. You know what? They're machines. I draft men. That are machines. Now, okay, so you draft machines, but here's my second question for you, and I worded it like this for a reason. Second question, your draft. Why, how, and were you serious? Some of the picks I'd like you to focus on, fourth round, Jarvis Landry, fifth round, Baker Mayfield, and eighth round, Jason Witten. Please explain. Please explain. Um, well, Jarvis Landry, you know, he's just a hometown talent. Meet him. He brought good energy. Unfortunately, we had to trade him away, but I also thought Baker Mayfield was going to be an absolute stud this season. Didn't pan out quite the way we liked it, but, uh, 
He's got one waiver. <laughs> well, hold on. Wait a second there. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Wait a second there. What a shocker today at 6.30 in the morning seeing you drop your fifth-round quarterback. Like, you picked him in the fifth round, and he was just dropped on waivers today. Like yeah, fifth overall uh, pick uh, on waivers. I hate to see it, but you know what? <laughs> Sometimes you got to just collateral damage control, and that's something we had to do. Only the... Cool, but. Only the diesel weights could go all in with Ryan Tannehill and feel great about it. Now, let's, let's talk about the eighth round pick, Jason Witten, which blew up the draft room, which weirdly hasn't been that bad of a pick because tight ends have been awful. Well, Jason Witten, you know, he's the leader in our, in our group. Hands down, he's the most winningest FFL tight end of all time, as far as bets go. Oh, easily. How much money have you won off Jason Witten, you think? Over 100 bucks. What's that? You've won over $100 on Jason Witten bets so far. Yeah, he's beat Juju Smith already. Like the guys, he's done his work. It's he's been effective. Touchdowns. He's due for another couple. And, you know, you just conveniently picked the week you weren't playing him. To play me, you know, no big deal. <laughs> I planned that. I didn't want to face Jason Witten. Okay, third question. They're about to get a little tougher for you. Okay, third question is Mary Fuck Kill. Your three options are Dak Prescott, Tony Romo, and Jason Witten. You have to answer. Oh, Mary Romo. We oh. go golfing together. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, I'd probably bang Jason Witten because he's an absolute <laughs> stud. And uh, Dak, hey, one night stand, baby. Killing Let's him. Do it. Killing him. Okay, fourth question. I think this one's going to be tough for you. Who wins a fight to the death? And this means the ne- that person is dead at the end of it. Roman Reigns with Thor's hammer versus The Rock in Iron Man's suit, and you have to decide. Um, I'm going to have to go with The Rock in Iron Man's suit because he's basically wearing the suit to begin with, naturally. <laughs> and just throw some gizmos on there. Fuck. Sorry, Roman, I love you, but goddamn. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, fifth and final question Carrie or Corey Beal? Um. <laughs> Yeah. Corey, right. Beal. That's it. That's all, that's all I wanted to hear. That's all I wanted to hear. You don't have to go anymore. You don't have to say you're killing one of them. Doesn't matter. All right. So you've been electric this year on Twitter and in the FFL group chat. I can't thank you enough for that. You've made the league more fun, and I love that you're all in. Lately, you've been a little bit more distant after a couple bad weeks on Bet365, but hopefully we're going to get you back here full diesel. I don't care if you start betting smaller, but we need we need diesel back. We need to see you. Um, yeah, I absolutely am on a cold streak, but we're turning around this week. All right, yeah. Big week. Yep. Okay, I haven't done our matchup yet. I've done everybody else's. So if you'd like to stick around, I'm going to do the little breakdown for us. Um, absolutely. Go ahead. Our last game is a hell in the cell. Lock the door, drag them out war. The first two teams to complete a player-for-player trade in FFL history, which had some controversy DK Metcalf for D.D. Westbrook, if you forgot. It's the fourth-ranked 5-2 Dallas Dieselweights taking in the top goddamn team in the league, the 5-2 Las Vegas Freebirds. Jesus Christ. Dees, tell me what you think of this matchup. Honestly, at first, I was a little rattled that the Cowboys aren't playing, and, you know, those are my guys. But, you know, I picked up some free agent disease. I did some waiver wiring this morning. And you know what? I got some studs. I'm and not gonna, got, I thought you did pretty we well on the waiver wire. Yeah, we got a we got a Johnson linebacker. He's due for a sack. <laughs> you know, we 
I like how you just pick guys because their name were Johnson. It, the fact that I thought you actually did good picks, but no, you just really just went with their last names. That that makes more sense. Anything? Well, we got freaking Tannen now, gunslinging. He's a gunslinger, right? Eh? Anything we got a lot else? Of Tennessee guys, so I'm kind of worried. Tennessee doesn't score more than ten. Yeah. We're hooped. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to the matchup? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you want to add to the matchup. <laughs> Thanks for being the first guest. Birds by a billion. Week 8 FFL, let's go. Are we, are we-